Raspberry Riff Raff and Mike. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Club podcast. You set your alarm just to start hating. Get your ass back to sleep, boy. Tune in. This is where it's at. The Fantasy Football Club Podcast. You know that we got it popping. Oh, yeah. That's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay Parrish. Yeah. Tune in. You already know what's up. They call him the Fantasy Football Club. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana. Huh, bro? Hey. The Fantasy Football Club Podcast. Let's go. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Jay the Plug, a.k.a. Beef, a.k.a. the winner of the Breaking the Bank. That's right, winner of Breaking the Bank Expert League on Instagram and the winner of the Alpha Dogs League, the Instagram Alpha Dogs fantasy league. That's right. Now, I can't really go into how I won because it's in the future, but still, let's just say it was in a dominating fashion. So, um, coming to you today with an episode of my picks for the Alpha Dog League. Um, it's not going to be a real long one. I just, I, I told everybody I would release it. It's, I mean, it's pretty obvious why you would pick some of the players that I did, so I'm just going to keep it short and sweet, so maybe just give you something to listen to on your way to work, but um, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to Monkey Knife Fight um, for for allowing me to become an affiliate. Um, they reached out to me and uh, asked if I would like to become an affiliate with them, and I, I decided to take them up on that. I know some... Uh, uh, at Bears, Brews, and DeBros, they've gotten uh, that call as well. Congratulations. Um, it's, it's fucking awesome, to be honest, man. I, I never really mess with uh, Daily Fantasy, but after getting on Monkey Knife Fight, it, it's just extremely simple. Um, so y'all need to get to monkeyknifefight.com and get that money. Uh, use the promo code PLUG. That's P-L-U-G. And receive a match of your first fifty dollars. I mean, that's free money. Who who doesn't like free money? <clears throat> Whenever you get a birthday card in the mail and you open it up before you even read it and start dumping it out like you're trying to find <laughs> to trying to find something, what's that for? Well, it's for free money. Everybody wants free money. Um, this is the easiest daily fantasy site out there, and the prop bets are extremely simple to make. Um, I love the bets. They're 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 awesome. I mean, it's it's so much fun to use. Um, one of the best things about Monkey Knife Fight is that you can play all year since it can be used for every sport. I mean, it's it's unreal from golf all the way to football, and you don't play against pros. There are no entry limits, no randomness involved. I mean, you play against the house, so it's it's awesome. There are a couple of uh, fantasy football uh, props that I love to make. Um, it's, it's as simple as – this is the way – it's the easiest way to explain it is say you have um, two teams playing and you get to pick out of three of the fantasy players playing in that game from either team uh, basically to beat the house at what they think. Like say they say the three players like um, Josh Jacobs, uh, 
Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, and Hunter Henry. Say the house states that they're going to make, you know, they're going to be at like 57 points for the entire game. If you say they're going to beat it, you can choose from three different props and you can triple your money. I mean, it's it's so easy that I cannot believe, I'm almost pissed off at myself that I haven't been doing this for a while. So monkeyknifefight.com, get there, get that money. Um, also, get the app. The app is so easy to use. It's fucking awesome. So get get on there and get that money. <clears throat> now, um, we all know the shout-outs. Hard to Start Fantasy Football Podcast, Hard to Start Kev, Guccini JD, AOB, Fantasy Football League. Nothing but love for you guys. Draft with Red Zone, coming with the best draft day pack you can find. Uh, get on www.draftwithredzone.com, uh, forgive me, um, and check out his Instagram. It's got nothing but sick information. Like He comes with some badass content. Picky Bank Picks, my boy. Um, we just... He just started a Breaking the Bank expert league that he invited to be in. I am the co-GM. Like I stated, I put, I'm put i the good and the Goodell. Uh, but just love chopping it up with this dude. Um, great guy. Um, complicated Kai. Uh, get on there. If y'all are gamers, check it out. He is a gamer extraordinaire um, and comes with some serious football content. My guy knows a lot about sports. And can give you tons of info, uh, a lot of feedback if you ask him, and his his edits, videos are, are just just dope. Bears Brews into Bros, as I mentioned them before. Fantasy Ford and Cater, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Renegade. Um, giving them a shout out. Get to anywhere you can hear podcasts and follow. Bear down, fellas, bear down. Um, <clears throat> Fantasy Football Duo, they are quickly becoming one of my favorite pages to check out. Um, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I won their their raffle or their drawing for the Saints card pack that they're sending. Um, Fantasy Football BS, uh, just, I've got a list, a, a, a litany of people that I want to shout out in these leagues, but I'll make sure to get to everybody um, <clears throat> on the next episode if I can. I've got the list, I uh, just got to print it out, but I want to go ahead and get to this before I have to get to work. If y'all hear the jingle bells, y'all know that is the the plug mascot, Shmoo. Huh, buddy? Yeah. It's the best cat in the world, man. Um, so I'm going to get to this Alpha Dogs League picks. Let me open up my monster. Hashtag not a sponsor, but this is what gets my day started. Yeah, that's what's up. Let me take a little pull, little plug off it. Here we go. Draft pick number one, CMC, otherwise known as Christian McCaffrey. Um, There's really not a whole lot that I need to say here. I mean, picking McCaffrey was was an easy decision. Number one player in fantasy football fell to me by a miracle after the number one pick went to Saquon Barkley. Um, Oh, by the way, I'm picking it number two. (laughs) Um, I can see an argument for Barkley number one overall, but even if there is... A regression for CMC, I believe he will still finish the number one running back in fantasy. Um, let's, I mean, I'll, I'll preface this. I have and always will be a running back heavy drafter. There are too many ways for them to score fantasy points. I mean, it's just, it's just the smartest thing to do, I think. I'm a believer in drafting running backs that have the most opportunity, which is why my second pick is David Johnson, old DJ. 
Johnson is going to feast this year in Houston, if you ask my opinion. I've always said if Carlos Hyde can hit 1,000-plus rushing yards in Houston, DJ should be able to crush that. He's also an elite receiving back. I mean, I made the right decision at this pick, I truly believe. Um, Oh, and let me go back. I'm sorry. I'm picking number two, 12-league PPR, okay? So it's a a 12-team league um, PPR format, so... Just kind of so you can get an idea. I'm so I apologize. I didn't explain this before. Um, I still like to believe I'm I'm new at this, so I'm just going to blame it on that. Um, another draft strategy I like to put forth is that if I see a wide receiver worth more than the running back that's available as it comes around, I usually will pick him. Um, I always look at what other teams need as well and try to bogart them. <laughs> um, and this dude was too good to pass up as it came back around to me. Uh, a wide receiver that I aim for in damn near every draft, Kenny Galladay. It's the Galladay season. Um, easily Matt Stafford's number one receiver. Galladay put on a clinic last year. And if he did it without Stafford, or excuse me, and he did it without Stafford for most of the year, I mean, it's a no-brainer as my wide receiver one. Um, my next pick following that up, Keenan Allen. Uh, another wide receiver to round out my starters for the most important positions at wide receiver and running back. Um, yes, Allen is in a position that's a little suspect as far as who's throwing the ball, but it's Keenan Allen. I mean, he will be fine. Whomever takes the lead behind center, I'm not worried. They know him. Whomever is is taking that snap, that Keenan Allen is the number one receiver on that team, and they're going to throw him the ball. Um Next, I go with a running back, uh, a guy that I've always been a fan of. Of course, I'm a you know I'll admit it, I'm a homer, um, even though he's not on the home team anymore. Mark Ingram the uh, third. I feel like I stole Ingram in the fifth round. I mean, it's I might not have, but it felt good enough to where I can I can I can make myself feel that way. Um, he's a starting running back in an offense that loves to run the ball. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, however, I know Lamar is still there, but that didn't hurt Ingram's value last season. What hurt Ingram's value was him getting hurt. But, you know, I don't think Lamar's going to hurt him this season. He's a great running back. I mean, even with Lamar there, he had over 1,000 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, what the fuck? I'm not not worried about Dobbins taking the job um, this season. I know Dobbins is going to get some work for sure, but you know, I don't think he's going to take the job barring injury to Ingram. Um, oh, and he can catch the ball like a boss too. I mean, you know, big trust. Y'all don't, y'all don't think the same come see me. So I love Ingram there. Um, so going forward, I'll, uh, I'll give this little note. I have always been a guy who drafts quarterbacks late no matter who is available in the early rounds. Um, so, and you know, this isn't necessarily late, but it's later than some. After the sixth, you know, sixth round and after is when I'll start looking at quarterbacks. So I went for a quarterback on my sixth pick due to a run that I was predicting. Um, anybody who's new listening to this, if you give a shit, a run in a draft is where everybody starts just grabbing that specific position. Like if somebody grabs say, Travis Kelsey, then George Kittle goes, then everybody's like, oh, shit, and then they grab Andrews and Ertz and Cook and Waller, and it just it's like ding, 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 it's one after another. So I decided to jump on Drew Brees. Um, 
Yes, this is a homer pick. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. You don't like it? Come see me. Um, (laughs) However, it is a solid grab for a quarterback. Uh, Breeze has had stellar seasons every year in fantasy, you know, unless he got injured. But that rarely happens. He hurt his fucking thumb on Aaron Donald's helmet. Aaron Donald, if you've ever looked at that fucking Mack truck of a monster, I mean, I figured just the motherfucker running at me would break my thumb. I don't even have to hit him with it. Um, But, you know, I understand that in some games, Breeze can flounder um, as far as points that he posts. But when he's on, he's fucking on. I'll take this value all day. Though there will still, excuse me, there were still a few QBs available later. I could have grabbed another position, but I I wanted Breeze, so I reached, um, and I and I don't regret it. Uh, my next pick coming through, Brandon Cooks, um, again could be considered a homer, you know, pick because he played for the Saints, but that was so long ago. But I decided to grab Cooks here because I believe he is going to benefit by being Watson's number one receiver in Houston. I mean, you've seen what happened with the last wide receiver one in Houston. Um, granted, I don't, as I've stated before, I don't think he's going to get 150 targets, but I do think he's going to get the ball thrown to him quite a bit. Um, now he's going to receive the lion's share. I think lion's share, excuse me. I think cooks is a value here regardless. I mean, Fuller is going to take a few targets. Kiki QT or whatever the fuck you call him is going to take a few targets. DJ is going to take a few targets, but the thing is, is that, DJ's really the only one that I'd ever worry about because the other two don't get as many targets as you think that they would. And two, I hate saying it, but Fuller's constantly injured. If he's not injured, he's a monster, but he's constantly injured. So Um, next on the list, I went from my wide or excuse me, my tight end. I got Jared Cook. (laughs) Y'all seen a pattern? Um, I decided to go after my tight end here. I believe that Cook is a steal again. I am a homer. But even if I loved the Falcons, I would be crazy not to grab this talent at this point. I believe in waiting on a tight end as well. With who is available around Kettle and Kelsey, I would rather wait. Um, I just, you know, meaning the wide receivers and running backs that are available whenever anybody's, you know, going to be grabbing Kittle and Kelsey up in the first two rounds. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Jared Cook is a monster. He's, he's a phenomenal tight end and with Drew Brees throwing him the ball, I mean, you can't really go wrong there. Um, my next pick on the board, Marlon Mack. Um, now (laughs) a lot of you will say, well, plug, you always push Taylor as, as the heir to the RB throne in Indy. And that's true, but who knows really? I mean, I, you know, I hate to be the one to break it to anyone, but fantasy analysts get it wrong sometimes. So <laughs> even though I still know that Taylor will take that job, until that happens, Mac is at the top of the depth chart. So why not have that on your bench? You know what I mean? I, and by wrong, I mean how quickly Taylor will take the job. Taylor's going to take the job. It just depends on how fast. So why not, you know, why not have Mac stored on your bench? Because, I mean, he... Last season, he finally he hit over a thousand yards. They gave him the ball. I mean, shit, he's he's playing, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna give him the ball. I think he's gonna be running his ass off because they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So he's gonna try and show them like, hey asshole, look what I can do. So 
My next pick coming up is one of my rookies that I fucking love. And everybody has, if you look at my IG, um, you'll see this guy on there a lot. Henry Ruggs Third. Why anyone sleeps on Ruggs is beyond me. But if I can draft a wide receiver one for a team this late in the, dra- in the draft, I, n- no matter who's throwing to him, I fucking will. And Carr is going to bounce back from last season. I mean, watch it happen. Seriously. Change my mind. I just don't. I I think that Carr is going to be a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. He just had a rough season last season because of all the shit going on. I mean, fuck. A B left his cancerous stain <laughs> with the Raiders, and it kind of fucked with him. I think. I don't know. I'm just reaching. Um. Anyway, after that, <clears throat> I went ahead and got my bench QB. Excuse the uh, fucking puberty happening. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so. I grabbed Aaron Rodgers. Um, This is why I don't go after QBs early. I mean, this is fucking insane for Rodgers to make it this far. I don't understand what this man did to deserve such disrespect. It's like how people shit all over Guy Fieri. I have no idea what he did to anyone for everyone to hate him. But it just just happens. And you know what? I'll reap the fucking benefits of that. Um, then I did something that I never do. I went for a kicker before the 15th round. This is the 12th round, by the way, that I'm grabbing this dude. Will Lutz. Homer. Yeah, I decided to go kicker. Fuck it. Lutz is a stud, and I usually wait until the last rounds to go kicker in defense. I changed it up a little, so fucking sue me. Next, just like I stated, changed it up. 49ers defense. Shout out hard to start. Shout out. <laughs> this dude was so fucking funny last night, man. Um, shout out Bogart from, <laughs> he, from the, uh, from the break in the bank league. It's, this dude is hilarious. Like it, if you can get on and watch the video of us doing the draft, it, he'll fucking make you laugh. Your it's dude is hilarious, man. I'm glad I got to meet him. Um, anyway, uh, 49ers defense, another pick I usually wait on, but this draft, I wanted to change it up a little and get an elite defense. Now, that being said, never has a defense that finished top of the list one season repeated the following season. Let me rephrase that. Or not rephrase that. Let me restate that. Never has a defense that finished at the top of the list one season repeated the following season. Okay? There's never been a top defense that has been as good the next season. And that even that's even with the Legion of Boom. Um so that's going to suck if I made this pick too soon. Um, rounding out the end in the 14th round, Eric Ebron. Decided to take my chances on my tight end two here. Why not, right? I mean, why not Ebron? I'm not especially high on him, but he's definitely worth a flyer this late. Um, we all saw what he's capable of with a good, uh, good quarterback that uses their tight ends. Um, so let's hope it carried over for him with Big Ben. Big Ben being healthy, I think that the sky's the limit for any receiver that's in Pittsburgh, and he happens to be one. They just call him a tight end. Um, Last pick. Uh, Piggy and I talked about this one at length, and it's just unreal the disrespect that this guy's getting. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. The fact that Larry Fitzgerald made it to me dead fucking last in this draft was awesome. Can't hate on anybody. I understand he's getting up there in age. Uh, they've got D hop there. Now they've got Christian Kirk. They've got Kenyon Drake. They've got all these weapons, but it's Larry Fitz fucking Gerald. He's not a player that, that shouldn't be drafted 
with with his dependability. You understand? He should be drafted. It just doesn't make sense to me. And the love from his team is ridiculous. The love from his city. The love from everybody in the NFL. People who don't watch football love this guy. I mean, he's just the nicest dude in the world. And, I, you know, most people say, oh, kindness doesn't transfer into, you know, catching balls. Or, or hey, it doesn't matter what they do off the field. If they can't catch the ball on the field, it don't matter. Well, this motherfucker can catch. He's been voted some of the best hands in the NFL, man. He's up there with Chris Carter. Read a book. Now that being said, Cardinal is a or excuse me, Hopkins is a Cardinal now. But he never had a guy on the field with him like Fitzgerald. So that be, the, meaning Fitzgerald's still going to eat. He's still going to get his servings at the table. I still feel that the Japanese fighting Fitz is a serviceable serviceable wide receiver in fantasy football. Now, that does it for my list, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys listening. Um I'm going to do another one of these episodes whenever it uh, comes to the uh, Breaking the Bank League. Um, I'm going to see if I can get some of the guys on that episode, see if I can have them on there and uh, probably end up being a long episode because last night whenever we went over that, went over our draft, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, took us a while to get through everything, but we did it, and uh, it was a great time. I had a blast doing that draft. Had a blast doing the Alpha Dogs draft. I've got a couple other drafts that I'm in um, right now that they're all long drafts and those are fucking fun, man. If you can, if you can do at least one long draft where they give you like four hours to make a pick, everybody takes their time. You've got all fucking week. Basically, you don't have to piss off the wife by being on your phone the whole time. Um, I mean, it's just, a, it's a good time. I definitely um, recommend that to anybody who, who, who wants to give it a shot. But anyway, again, appreciate you guys. Go subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you can listen to a podcast. Um, check out the Instagram, FF Plug Podcast. I am the Fantasy Football Plug J. And again, I appreciate y'all. Have a good day. I'm out. My main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> Tune in. This is where it's at. The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. You know that we got it popping. Oh, yeah. That's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay Parrish. Yeah. Tune in. You already know what's up. They call him the Fantasy Football Plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana. Huh, bruh? Hey. The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Let's go.